Welcome to the Caregiven Podcast. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. And long story short, we have Caregiven. We are two mom entrepreneurs who have built an in-home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. Almost 14 years later, we felt called to create this podcast as a resource for families with caregiving needs. Whether you care for a family member or are looking for advice on professional caregiving, we want this to be a platform to support you. Each week, we will come to you with encouraging stories of families who have found the right balance for their loved ones, tips for how to care for them and you, and much more. We hope you continue to join us each week as we share in this exciting new journey together. Hello, Sunshines, and hello, Julie. How the heck are you? I am really well. Oh, awesome. So starting to feel like fall is in the air. Oh, my word. I got to wear my sweatshirt the other day. I know. it's That's like my ideal temperature. Yeah. If it could just be sweatshirt weather all the time, I'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah. It was too dang hot this summer. Oh, my gosh. I know. And isn't it funny how, like, with everything in life, it's either too hot or it's too cold Mm -hmm. or... We're we're never satisfied, it seems like. Oh, no, no, no. I always have something to complain about. I do love that um, the, like, the leaves on the trees are changing. That, I just think, find it so beautiful. It's a little too early for that, though. I am not ready for winter. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Because then you'll be complaining that it's too cold. Yes. (laughs) Yes. At least we know. It's all good. Um, all righty. Well, today I think, um, we had a verse submitted and this is Psalms 149, four. Um, this verse says for the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. Very good. Yeah. Keep humble, keep humble. And God will always take care of you. And he just, I just feel like our heavenly father delights so much in his people. Yeah. And he wants us to be victorious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Got to have something more than that. Not just, yep, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Jules. Look alive, sister. Well, I'm actually <laughs> thinking about the humility. Yes. And and so with that, um, you know, in your day-to-day, you can't be prideful. You mm-hmm. can't think it's your own idea. You have to, once again, I think I see it every single podcast is we are not in control. <laughs> not at all. And, and, and when you work in home care, you find that daily uh, that you think you've got a plan and then one fo- phone call, but um, that's that control issue. Yes. And, and then going back to just knowing that you must be humble because we are not the ones he's, he's answering our prayers every day, but it's not always with a yes. Right. Oh, well, and it makes me think of that, um, unanswered prayer song by Garth Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So much truth to that. And like you're saying, we, in home care, it can just change with the flip of a switch and we just have to be humble and roll with it and work together and, and make things happen. But I very much do believe that, um, God has not failed me yet, nope. and I don't do not see that coming anytime in the future. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, nope. pure blessings. Yes. Well, if you're out there listening to us, um, and you have a verse that you would like to submit, please email us at thecaregivenpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is thecaregivenpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your verse. We'd love to share it on the air. If you have a story or a reason why it is important to you, please share that with us. And if not, then you can still submit it and we'll just, um, 
you know, put our touch on it. Really, we actually, we want so many verses. We want so many sayings that we just simply can't keep up. Yes. How exciting is that when you know that people are listening to you and they're engaging and, and they want to be part of the show? Yes, absolutely. So hit us up. We're you looking bet. forward to hit it. Hit us. Hit us. <laughs> With your best shot. Yes. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Boy, she really woke up, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> All right. Well, Julie, what did you bring today for your uplifting story? Oh, my goodness. So um, this was a story that um, went viral uh, because it was a, a thing where there was a group of uh, kids that had gone to dinner with their mom and dad and they looked over and there was a little lady that was sitting there all by herself Aww. at the restaurant and so it says an elderly woman eating lunch alone at a restaurant on father's day Aww. and the reason this is good is because actually our topic today is about holidays nice. so envision that this little lady's alone on father's day and was initially shocked when three teenage brothers asked to join her yet her shock turned into joy and gratitude when she discovered the siblings wanted to learn about her life, talk about God, and spread a little love. And so uh, they said that when they saw this woman at the table alone, they couldn't help but think that this woman may have been someone's grandma. And so having lost their own grandma just that February, the boys spent some time thinking about their favorite memories with her. And so initially she was pretty shocked that these kids just came and plopped down. However, it was quickly replaced with gratitude and sheer joy. She was delighted to have them join her. Oh, that that just gives me such hope. There's always hope. Yeah, these are good (laughs) kids. And the mom actually was pretty sweet. Um, She said that uh, reflecting back on the incident because of all of the positive that has come up because of it. Uh, She said that faith has taught her family the importance of treating others with love, respect, and dignity. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty special kids. We need a lot more of that in our world. Oh, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Well, my story, um, as per usual, it either has to do with food or animals um, (laughs) or caregiving type things. Uh, Today is going to be animals. So the story involves Alana I hope I'm saying that right, Mowgli and Hummer. So this Alana is a lady that actually lives in um, California and she is a caregiver, like human caregiving, (laughs) but a caregiver to all beings. Um, But she actually started like a hummingbird rescue. And what's interesting is that her dad is a pilot in Colorado and had always had this like just... um, I don't want to say strange, but just this connection with birds. So what ends up happening is she um, has she has a connection to animals. She has a connection to caregiving. She has had a hard time, and I think it was in 2015, ended up at the like the animal shelter, rescued this little dog, Mowgli, oh. right? Yep, and Mowgli had been turned in, just left in a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. The shelter had absolutely no information about him at all, didn't know how old he was, didn't, like, nothing. But um, she just felt this connection to him. And so she, there was this kindred spirit and she thought, you know what, we're going to take a chance on each other. So she adopts this dog, Mowgli. Well, then I don't know how it ended up happening, but she, she ends up with the little, little baby hummingbird that um, basically was not thriving somehow. I don't know if it had gotten kicked out of the nest and wasn't ready, Mm. whatever. She ends up with it. And so she's nervous about what to do and what is the dog going to think. And so she thinks quickly to herself, like, I'm going to call my dad because he's got this connection. He'll know what to do. So the dad essentially 
you know, walks her through, this is what you need to feed it. This is how often you need to feed it. Turns out it's like every 30 minutes. So it is, it is not a small commitment when you, (laughs) when you decide that you're going to rehab a hummingbird. But anyway, she called this little guy Hummer. And, um, and basically in this story, there's a picture of the dog Mowgli with the little hummingbird just sitting on him. And there was like no, no weirdness or nothing. So Mowgli clearly is, you know, there to help heal as well. Um, and what's interesting is once the hummingbird started to get a little bit of rehab and start to get a little bit energy, it would try to fly, but it wasn't yet ready to really be able to fly. And so basically it'd fly and then it would crash and then she couldn't find it. So Mowgli would then go and find the hummingbird in the house, lead her to the hummingbird so that they could get it back, um, you know, back to where it needed to be. And all of this happened in like 36 hours. So not a tremendous amount of time, but by the end of the 36 hours, they were able to um, rehab the the bird to the point that it could be then turned back out into the wild. Oh so I just thought that's so cool. Oh my word, only 36 hours. But you know, I do have to tell you, I relate with that hummingbird <laughs> because I like to eat every 30 minutes too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm with you. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. If only someone would just, you know, bring me food every yes. 30 minutes, it'd probably be a lot easier to get along with. <laughs> Don't be hangry. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. Yes. Well, anywho, that oh, is that. That is a great story. Yeah. So it looks like today we have decided that we are going to talk about holidays and how to navigate through the holidays when you are a caregiver or a family member, or someone that's involved um, in a in a difficult situation. And I think you had listed out for us, Julie, that we want to touch on like New Year's, Valentine's, Memorial Day, Fourth of July. You know, some of the bigger ones. Um, we've got Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then also talking about birthdays and anniversaries, yeah. and how we can help bring a positive impact to those those dates. And then also you had wanted to talk about the year of firsts. Yeah. um, Because that is very, very hard. So I'm going to turn the mic over to you and let you just start talking. Okay. I can do that. (laughs) Good luck, everybody. Yes. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on. I'm going to actually put on my spectacles actually. Yes. Uh, So uh, basically um, holidays can be really hard. Yes. You know, when you think of the holidays, you kind of generally put everything from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve, but there's all those other holidays that you mentioned, the Valentine's and the 4th of July, and every single holiday comes up with some memory. Yes. And so what are those memories going to be, and um, how can we work with our elders um, that may have confusion or, um, you know, tough memories or uh, just even sometimes just kidding we love our family we love our family but sometimes getting everybody together is really stressful and the expectations and we've talked about expectations before yes the expectations of holidays are tremendous Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time that rests on probably the mama and she's the one that makes the big deal uh, dinner and everybody comes to mother's house. And sometimes we don't realize that she might be taking care of grandma or her spouse or something. And we just take for granted, well, it's always going to be the same because this is our tradition. Right. And so that is one of those things that um, the biggest number one in the world for having any kind of Um, holiday uh, and surviving it is truly to be realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody, we we 
got that Norman Rockefeller picture Mm -hmm. in our head of the perfect holiday with the fireplace, drinking eggnog, and everybody laughing. And it's not always that. Yes. You know, um, you might have a teenager that's (laughs) being surly, and they're over in the corner on their phone. You know, there's (laughs) a reality here. Um, So basically, yeah. Meanwhile, all of the prettiness is going on, the decorations, but somewhere in the back, somebody's working their butts off Mm -hmm. to be able to have that illusion. Sure. So who is that person and how can we help them? (laughs) So um, there is a lot of added stress and um, and it, it, be it visits or uh, trips out and about, even shopping for the holiday can be big Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, just party hopping. Mm -hmm. and um, it's exhausting and for the caregiver and for the loved one alike and so anyway the the second thing besides being realistic is also to prioritize yes Um, and then just realize what is the most important what is the most important a a feeling that comes up quite a bit um, and we just do this to ourselves is guilt and sometimes a caregiver struggles with being um, so busy during the holidays that they don't feel like they did enough for the dinner or they didn't do enough to take care of their their person and just get rid of the guilt. Mm-hmm. Don't even go there. And the other thing is ask for help. Yes. If you just can't get the turkey done at Thanksgiving, it's okay. Ask somebody else to bring the turkey. Yep. And guess what? It will still be great. Yes. It will be great. Yep. And so let's do that. You know, the the image that just came into my mind is the Griswolds holiday, right? <laughs> <laughs> there it comes out, this big, beautiful turkey, and then they put the knife in there and it just blows <laughs> up. <laughs> and then yes. don't we all have Uncle Eddie? You know, somebody in our family is going to be that person. And and so there's joy and there's all of these emotions. And um, but what we have to remember is to pull it all together sure. and just have a just a beautiful time. Yeah. A beautiful time. We have um, and I don't know if this is a time for it or not, so stop me, but we have done something so Thanksgiving has always been very, very important to me and mm-hmm. to um to our family. I, I don't know why we would always gather at my grandma's house and we would do like work parties and burn brush and just oh. clean up around and you know, the uncles and the aunts and the cousins and you know, this started when we were little kids, but then, you know, the cousins now have all grown up and we're adults and anyway, um and Grandma Fisher would always just prepare this just amazing Thanksgiving dinner for us. Well, as time has gone on, um, it's, it's tough on her. You know, she's, she's now in her nineties and it, it's not really an expectation that we can have of her. Like you were talking about that, you know, one person usually yep. puts everything together. And, um, so what we've done as a family is we've shifted and it actually now everybody gets to come to my house. No. We don't have the work party, but <laughs> they do come. And, um, and I, t- I try to provide a lot, but in that, in terms of asking for help, you know, grandma still gets to make the pies for Thanksgiving gets to, I say, yeah. she gets to make the pies. <laughs> um, and you know, my brother and his wife and family, they, they bring their portion of it. And, and we still have this this family tradition, Mm. we're still all together, but we were able to look at it and go, okay, it doesn't, it's not really realistic for us to expect grandma to be able to do all of this. So how can we pitch in as a family? And, um, and actually you're talking about kind of this beautiful, the decorations and this and that and, mm-hmm. and the illusion. It's no illusion at my house. It's mass chaos <laughs> and we all love it. Yes. And, and yes. that's, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, we call it all the kids and the noise and the mess. Oh, and, 
and it's just the best thing ever. But I just love that we've been able to do that. But as we then again, think about, you know, where grandma is and in her life. And at some point in time, cause I live about, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes away from where my mom and grandma and brother's family live. Um, you know, it may be a situation where grandma is not able to travel out mm-hmm. or so then we may have to think about shifting back to her house, but just doing all the meal prep there and, and she's not having to be responsible for it. So I think, um, talking, you know, talking as a family and, like you said, you know, understanding the expectations and being realistic about what you're expecting of yourself and or other people yeah. is really, really important. And being flexible, mm-hmm. um, is it, you know, is it different to have it at my house versus having it at grandma's house? Of course it is, but it's, we're making new traditions and we're still all together. Yeah. And, you know, the kids love to come. At least I think they do. I make <laughs> a really fun punch and it's, it's very, very, um, docile, you know, there's nothing wild about it, but that's one of the things that the kids love the most. And yeah. So, Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. As you talk about your family, I'm thinking about my family. Um, so as I grew up, Christmas Eve, we always went to Grandma and Grandpa Jackson's, Mm -hmm. and there was a huge sledding party, and then everybody got together. I don't know how we all fit into the house. It was just so many cousins, and it was just wonderful. Then we would go home, and Santa would have been there, and so we would open those presents, and and we would just have um, just the immediate family. The next morning, we would get up and then go to Grandma Patsy's house, Mm -hmm. and so um, that was how I grew up. Now then I um, got married and all of a sudden I had to start sharing myself. And um, so what we've tried to do is, is do like either Thanksgiving or Christmas with Mike's family. It's hard. They live much, much further. And so to travel and all of that on top of it um, is crazy. But uh, I remember the first year that I didn't get to go do my normal stuff. I cried. Yeah. I was a married gal, but <laughs> I still cried because I just wanted those traditions. You know, now um, Grandma and Grandpa Jackson are both gone. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of changed that. And we just had to flex and go. But still, those memories are the the coolest memories that I have. Oh, I being, love it. Being with Absolutely. them and all of the cousins. I've told you about my cousins. You know? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but um, anyway, so, um, so a few small changes that can make holiday caregiving easier is um, hosting a potluck. Like you mm-hmm. said, everybody brings a bit. Um, and the other thing is explain to the people that are going to be there, what's going on with your person. Sure. If it's your spouse or whoever it is, if they've got dementia or they've got Parkinson's, just tell everybody prior to that. Say, don't, you know, if he's, if he's going through this, don't worry about it. You know, we'll, we'll work through everything, but there are things going on. And, and I think that um, it's not an easy conversation to have, but you have to do that. You have to talk about what's going on so it, nobody's surprised. A lot of people don't know how to deal with different diseases, mm-hmm. and they're very, very taken aback mm-hmm. when they've seen a decline, if they haven't seen that person for a year or whatever the case. But having open communication will help that, and then that person can process it prior to seeing the person face-to-face. Absolutely. Um, even if somebody's got dementia, they say that name takes. Mm-hmm. Even though it's your grandma and she should know who you are, she may not be capable of that. Yes. It's nothing personal. I'll tell you what, uh, I'm trying to remember how many um, cousins are on my dad's side. Holy cow. But what grandpa would always do, hey girl, 
<laughs> and we all came running. <laughs> you, that, this one this yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> that one. And, and we all knew we were the girl, you oh. know, because he just wasn't going to be able to keep up. <laughs> and that was okay. Hey, girl. It was so okay. Um, keep your visits shorter mm-hmm. and um, find creative ways to make gift giving less of a hassle. Uh, preparing the loved one with special needs for the holiday festivities festivities can be as important as preparing the rest of the family. If someone is is having a problem with sundowners, for example, like we were talking, celebrate earlier in the day. Sure. So you just may have to shuffle a few things, but try to keep it also um, as, as, as normal as possible. Play the familiar music, serve the familiar foods, try to keep everything as quote, quote, normal, right? Be as flexible as you possibly can while maintaining the things that you've always had. And the other thing that everybody has to remember is just because it was done one way for so long doesn't mean you have to keep it that way. Uh, Change is good. Yes. And, And it's okay even during the holidays. Something else that we've done at my family is, so I get Thanksgiving, everybody gets to come to my house, and then my brother gets Christmas, and talking about that, you know, keeping gift giving, like, manageable and things like that, Mm -hmm. and um, keeping traditions, so we always, my family's very musical, so we always will have a little Christmas program, and, yep, and sing, and, you know, my, all, everybody sings, and, you know, varying degrees of how good we are (laughs) at it. But we all love it. And then, um, you know, my my nieces and nephews, they play guitar and violin and cello and piano. And oh, I mean, wow. it's awesome. Yeah, they are. But yeah. And then we um, we do like games. So we'll do like that saran wrap game where ever, even Grandma Fisher gets to play. And she's a <laughs> savage, man. She is so good at rolling doubles. You don't want to be on either side of her because she. we should probably take her to Vegas. I don't know if you can say that on a podcast or not. But <laughs> Oh, I don't know. The best, best Vegas trip I ever took was when Patsy was with me. (laughs) That's right. Yes. Yes. And then we do, um, you know, we do like the passing the bag back and forth. Like you read a story and every time the word right is, I guess, right for me is this way. Um, you know, you hand it this way or that way and it keeps it like really, really fun and everybody gets to be engaged, but it's not so overwhelming, um, that it, that it's not manageable. Oh, so cool. Yeah. So cool. Um, so the holidays, like I said, we tend to think about those, those ones that are later in the year, but there's also ones that happen during the summer Yes, and with the summer that we've had and actually, um, just just on the news this morning, I heard that there's um, areas on the East Coast that are going to be triple digits again. Wow. You know, you can't just take your elder out and assume that they're going to be okay in right. that kind of weather. Yep. Um, they do talk about, you know, if you're planning on, on going on a big trip, be it flying or being um, driving for several hours, you know, if you need to talk to your physician and make sure it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, actually, right now we have two different clients that the families need to go out of state to weddings. Mm-hmm. And they had to make very, very hard decisions to leave their loved ones at home. Mm-hmm. And the people that hadn't seen mother for quite some time were, were really upset right. that they just thought, you know, that the daughter was being mean and you're leaving, you're keeping her from us. And she's like, no, you haven't seen where she is, where we're at with her disease. So it was a, it was a 
very emotional decision to keep her from going to the wedding. Right. But what's going to be so nice is they're going to be bringing back all of the pictures. Oh, yes. And, and all of the well wishes. Yes. And they do have a big party planned for the next year where everybody's going to come here and see her yeah um but really truly it's not always wise to send somebody you know what not only are you talking about the flight but you're talking about the the new the new the hotel or it's not Mm -hmm. your bed and 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 the food and the chaos the stimulation just in itself right is really concerning yeah because you think about like at home you've got your routine everything is Mm -hmm. normal this person is familiar with everything that's going on but then if you take someone that you know like that's suffering with confusion or any type of a cognitive and you put them into probably what would feel like a circus oh um it could be really really detrimental. I know that the, the daughter was actually a little concerned to go herself because at that wedding, there was going to be like 500 people. Oh gosh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so even for a normal person, that is over <laughs> the top, of, a lot very to take in. <laughs> very people So people Yes. Um, and then staying safe is it's the hydration Yep. Um, and skin yeah. Um, and then heat. Yeah. I mean, people don't realize that they're starting to get heat stroke. And that's even for normal people mm-hmm. that I was at an event this summer and we all looked over and some guy just dropped. just dropped. Yeah. And and it was it was simply he had to get out of the sun and he just dad hadn't even realized it was happening. Yep. And when you have an elder that for whatever reason has other issues going on, that's that's a big problem. So there's a lot of things to think about. You can't just think about yourself and then grabbing the towel and going. You, when you've got somebody that you're responsible for, you got to think of every side of it. Yep. Um, and unfortunately, I know we all like to be outdoors when it's beautiful, but when you have your loved one with you, you might have to have everything inside. Right. Or at least have a place where they can be comfortable and everybody can visit. My mom and grandma have a really cool uh, tradition that they do for 4th of July. They actually will get in the car and they'll go and drive to this particular place where they can just stay in the parked car and be able to see beautiful, beautiful fireworks happening. And then they'll go through Dairy Queen and get their ice cream. Oh, yes. So it's, it's a way that they've worked out to still be able to celebrate, but not necessarily put them either in a crowd or, you know, being out during the hot, hot during the day. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's just little things like that. And thinking outside the box of how you can still get someone the celebration, um, but just in a safe manner. Oh my gosh. That is so cute. Yeah. So cute. So, um, basically, um, the one thing that they, um, have recommended and it's, it's, gotten more and more popular just because everybody was so isolated this past time, but, um, video chats, Mm-hmm. You can do it through Facebook. You can do it through WhatsApp. You know, there is no reason that you can't get somebody on the phone and see their face while you're talking to them instead of just on that. So there's a lot of different ways. Just get creative mm-hmm. about how are we going to share the joy yep. of the holiday with our loved ones. Yep. So um, just to kind of uh, summarize all of that. So I uh, ideas for the caregiver is don't try to do it all. Uh, in the past, you might have made dinner for 20 20- <laughs> Doesn't mean you have to continue to do that. Sure. Don't attempt to drive long distances. Um, if somebody isn't used to that and they tire easily, mm-hmm. um, ask friends and family to provide respite care. Avoid comparisons of past holidays and create new traditions. Then ideas for your loved one. Find a way to have your loved one participate in the holidays. That creativity we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Decorate your loved one's room or the living area. 
um, to incorporate symbols and decorations that are meaningful. Yep. Doesn't everybody have a trinket on their tree? Yes. That they just have. That's the it, one. It reminds yes. them of a very special time. Yep. Uh, stimulate all of your loved one's senses with the sounds, sights, smells, and tastes of the holiday. Uh, familiar holiday foods are a nice way to evoke positive memories. Mm-hmm. And then um, if your loved one is in a care facility, uh, just um, make sure to pass out Christmas cards or do right. something to just yeah, that extra little that bring everybody bring the joy yes. to everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, anyway, now on the flip side of the happiness of holidays, um, there's what's called the year of firsts. That's and we might need to get the cryometer out because this oh, is going to be hard. Um, and I'm going to try not to ugly cry. So just so you guys are I'm aware. I'm already crying. I am already telling you. Just, just no. Um, but um, as you guys, I've, I've probably mentioned that I lost my dad in September. And um, so this is a year of firsts. And it sucks. <laughs> and um, so basically what you do is... Think of the existing people that are left. And when mom and dad's anniversary came, I made dang sure that grandma mother got roses because dad always did that. And then the holidays, just don't keep them alone. Um, In our family, it's a big agriculture family. And oh, my brother, he's such a big, tough cowboy, right? (laughs) And um, for his branding, he actually had a chair. Out there. It was so sweet, <laughs> but so hard <laughs> yes. because it was the first year ever that dad hadn't been at brand new. Um, so, with these holidays that come up, we're talking about anniversaries, we're talking about birthdays, we're talking about all of these other holidays that we've already talked about. Um, allow yourself to grieve. It's okay. I know it's an ugly cry, but <laughs> but it's healing. It helps you. And um, you have to keep that memory alive. Um, it's almost been, uh, it's been over six years now that we actually lost my stepdaughter, Cassie, too. And her birthday's in December. And every year I go and buy a, a birthday cake. Yes. And we sing happy birthday. And because we know that, and like dad, she's in heaven with us, yes. uh, watching over us. And so we have birthday cake. And some people think I'm a little weird about that, but I am going to do that every year because of that piece of my heart. Yes. That's not I don't here. think it's weird at all. I think you're weird for a lot of other reasons, <laughs> but not that one. <laughs> and so we have a birthday cake and, and then, you know, um, so it's just, and then it never goes away and that's okay. But these holidays are triggers for people that are still here. So just think about your person. I know that um, dad's day is coming up and, and I'm going to make sure that mom's taking care of that day because, you know, it's hard on us, but mother, you know, she had dad for over 50 years. And so, uh, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Those years, those holidays, it doesn't matter if you're trying to survive them with your family or survive after without your family. Um, they're not easy. Yeah. So give yourself grace and, um, don't hold it in. And don't try to be tough. And it's okay to ugly cry in front of America. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. So um, anyway, those are um, kind of all of my thoughts on holidays. Yeah. There's a lot to think about. 
There really is. I think that um, all of all of the holidays can still be honored in a way that is safe for your loved ones, and still yeah. you still have those traditions, or you're you're rolling into new traditions, or you're kind of making a hybrid, or what whatever that yeah. looks like for you. But um, don't stop living and don't stop celebrating. Yeah, and make sure that you include your people to the best of your ability, um, because if it's important to you, it's important to them. Oh right? goodness, yeah. 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 So basically, um, happy New Year's. Happy Valentine's. (laughs) Happy Memorial Day. Do we ever say that? Um, (laughs) Happy Fourth of July. Halloween. Have a great Turkey Day. A Merry Christmas. And happy, happy birthday. Aw, thank you, Julie. Yes, wrap them all up in one big session. One big happy, happy. (laughs) That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I'm going to have Julie read to you our caregiver submission, and then we'll tell you how you can get um, connected to subscribe to all of this wonderfulness. Right, right. We actually um, had a submission where I just thought this was very, very funny. Um, (laughs) uh, Yes, um, Samantha said um, that her grandma said, keep an open mind and things seem less strange. (laughs) (laughs) If that isn't the truth... (laughs) Yeah, that's one way to do oh it. Oh my goodness. My mind just continues to get more and more and more and more and more open. Yes. And life is a lot better. Oh my gosh, yeah. You just got to find a way to just just smile and laugh and just keep that open mind. And, just, and strange isn't always bad. Oh goodness, so like that's weird. a good thing. We're a couple, a couple of weirdos. Yeah. We're okay with it. Yeah. I've I've accepted my weirdoism. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Well, if you are interested in subscribing, we would love to have you hit us up. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can also watch the video on YouTube. If you elect to do that, just know we are aware that we have faces for radio. So it was a trick, but I mean, we're committed at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leave us a review, but only positive ones. That's all we're accepting. (laughs) Share us with a friend. Um, Join the Apaga Care and Share Facebook group and join in our discussion. Oh, we're on Instagram. Oh, yes. And the TikTok. And the TikTok. I don't think they call it the TikTok. The TikTok. TikTok. Oh, God. We got to wrap this up. (laughs) All right. Peace out, Girl Scouts. (laughs) Goodbye. Have a good day. (laughs) Bye-bye.